3: Outbreak is truly a public health emergency why hasn't the monkeypox vaccine been offered in the epicenter of this most recent monkeypox outbreak nigeria in 2017 when professor Dimi agoina discovered that the monkeypox virus had begun spreading through sexual contact he was apparently told to keep his mouth shut vaccines were not offered and the outbreak went on to spread professor agoina is now the president of the nigerian infectious disease society more recently The nigerian cdc posted a public health advisory that explained how to prevent monkeypox infection vaccinations were not mentioned instead locals have been told to refrain from eating wild bush meat which has been a common staple in many west african households so instead of being offered a vaccine the locals are forced to starve on top of an already mounting food crisis genios or infamune or Is the smallpox vaccine that government officials pressed the FDA to authorize for monkeypox in 2019? Before this current outbreak, there has never been a monkeypox vaccine used on a mass scale. Uh,
4: I, I would like to underline one thing that is very important to WHO. Uh, we do have uncertainties around the effectiveness of these vaccines because they haven't been used in this context and, and in this scale before. And therefore, uh, we are uh, calling and working with our member state that when these vaccines are being delivered, that they are delivered in the context of uh, clinical trial studies and prospectively collecting this data to increase un- our understanding on the effectiveness
1: of this vaccine. Thank you.
3: Which make the LGBTQ population some of the- the first recipients of this new experimental vaccine, more specifically gay men. This subset of the population also happens to be the most vaccine compliant in regards to the COVID-19 vaccination. Through this extremely willing group of vaccine recipients will our governments be able to gather the additional data needed to determine the duration of protection, effectiveness, and possible adverse events. Let's keep in mind that our government already had 28 million doses of Genios in the national stockpile before its 2019 FDA approval, according to Bavarian Nordic themselves. Yet outlets everywhere are reporting on a vaccine shortage. This very scenario was wargamed in a 2005 Johns Hopkins tabletop exercise called Atlantic Storm. Exactly like the wargame, our public health authorities have just approved the emergency use of the Genios vaccine by stretching the supply and turning one dose into five.
5: The government is now planning to turn one vaccine shot into five shots to reach far more people.
3: Dr. Fauci has described this as doing more with less and extending the capacity to contain a smallpox outbreak. While it might seem fun for governments to implement their war game strategies onto the public, such as forced lockdowns or vaccine mandates, both of which having only been proven detrimental to the public, It is now the LGBTQ population who is most affected by their Shakespearean death play policy measures exactly like those found in Atlantic Storm, or what the media is calling their wait-and-see approach. By prioritizing vaccine doses for a smallpox bioterrorism event that may never occur, and by stretching individual vaccine doses, the LGBTQ population seems to have become neglected during a time when they need help the most. And it is something that every single case in the United States was preventable. Every
0: single goddamn case was preventable because you spent $2.5 billion to research, develop, manufacture, and stockpile a goddamn vaccine for
6: exactly, exactly this scenario.
3: And yet here we are. Why have there been no public health campaigns or service announcements targeting those most at risk? Why are there no celebrities speaking out in videos, urging those to get vaccinated for monkeypox? Social media giants have also not bothered to flag any monkeypox misinformation, nor have they provided any reliable sources on where to find correct information. Perhaps the outbreak is meant to spread undeterred for the same reasons Professor Agorna was told to keep his mouth shut.
7: All right, everybody, that was Monkey Pox vaccine strategy predicted in 2005 war game Atlantic Storm by Deep State Satire. You can find that on Infowars.com and Band.video. we taking your calls today on the American Journal.
5: American Journal with your host, Matt Weber. Watch it live right now at band.video.
7: Morning, America. We're back. Harrison should be back in uh, hopefully tomorrow, maybe Monday. All wish him well. This is Matt Weber filling in on the American Journal. We'll be taking your calls today. Give us a call at 1-877-789-2539. And uh, just wanted to let all of you guys know before we get started that uh, we've got some specials at the InfoWars store. We've got Super Male Vitality. It's back. Get it while it lasts because we, quite frankly, don't know how long we're going to be here. Um, you know, when you go to InfoWars store, you get really high quality products. We always urge you guys to prepare for the future. And the best time to prepare is now. You never know when, uh, when stuff is going to be going out, when we're not going to be able to to produce another run of this stuff because we do buy it in runs. We've got a combo pack where you can save 40% off if you get survival shield X2 and super male vitality together. Those are Oh, I'm sorry if I misinformed you. It looks like those two items are already on a waiting list. So a lot of Info Warriors out there already know that these products are are excellent. And it's a good thing to get on that waiting list if that's something that you're interested in, because it may not be back in stock soon. So InfowarStore.com is where you go to get all the goodies. Speaking of goodies, I got some Wake Up America Brew in my cup. Document cam shot, please. Let's prove it to everybody. There we go. Zoom on. Oh, yeah. You see that liquid right there? That is delicious Wake Up America coffee. And you can get it and fund the InfoWar at InfoWareStore.com. Won't, uh, won't you have a coffee with me this morning as we wake up here? Good stuff. Harrison usually has a daily dispatch for you guys, and then gets into a, uh, a myriad of articles. I've got a few things for you today. A couple of uh, interesting articles. Nothing too hard news, but uh, let's let's get into it. Got Whole Foods, John Mackey. I feel like socialists are taking over. You don't say. <laughs> Reading from the article here. It's my concern. My concern is that I feel like the socialists are taking over. Whole Foods CEO John Mackey tells me on today's show. They're marching through the institutions. They're taking over education. It looks like they've taken over a lot of corporations. It looks like they've taken over the military, and it's just continuing. You know, I'm a capitalist at heart, and I believe in liberty and capitalism. Those are my twin values, and I feel like, you know, with the way that freedom of speech is today, the movement on gun control, a lot of the liberties that I've taken for granted most of my life, I think are under threat. That sentiment uttered is, is news on reason.com. And when someone who was the CEO of Whole Foods says that, it makes headlines. Alex has been saying this for 20 years, 20 years. Reading on, if you're as old as I am, who He just turned 59. You'll remember how dreary food shopping was before Whole Foods exploded the concept since it came on the scene in 1978. When I was a kid, you were lucky to find two or three types of pr- potatoes in the produce aisle. One type of eggplant, maybe a green bell pepper and a sad jalapeno or two. Even in big cities, you had to roam around all over town to find oddball spices that you can now pick up as pick up at, at 7-Elevens and gas station convenience stores. At the end of August, Maggie, who was born in 53, is retiring from Whole Foods. Throughout his career, John has developed... and and evangelized for what he calls conscious capitalism or businesses that seek to create financial intellectual social cultural emotional spiritual physical and ecological wealth for all of their stakeholders that may sound a bit hippy-dippy to you but john is one of the most hardcore capitalists that i've ever met this is the interview speaking interviewer speaking, yet also incredibly spiritual and thoughtful guy who wants to help us all live better, more interesting lives. That comes through loud and clear in his epic 2005 debate with Nobel laureate Milton Friedman and former Congress semiconductor CEO TJ Rogers about rethinking the social responsibility of business. I believe that the enlightened corporation should try to create value for all of its constituencies. Wrote John, from an investor's perspective, the purpose of uh, the business is to maximize the profits. But that's not the purpose for the stakeholders, for the customers, employees, suppliers, and community. Each of those groups will define the purpose of the business in terms of its own needs and desires, and each perspective is valid and legitimate. In my In many profound ways, John's vision is now widely accepted, partly because he's speaking to a post-industrial world that is rich enough that more and more of us are starting to bump our snouts further up Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Even in the developing world, and sorry about that, even in the developing world, more and more of us are trying to figure out how we can flourish rather than just subsist. I caught up with John at Freedom Fest, the uh, festival that bans people from speaking, Um, the annual gathering in Las Vegas, and we talked about his time at Whole Foods and how his company did an exceptional job of staying open and serving people during COVID, what he thought about the government's response to the pandemic, and a whole lot more. Okay, so let's break this down just a little bit. John Mackey is talking about the responsibility of businesses and how that is sometimes at odds with the stakeholders. And what I would have to say is that, um, there in order to create a sustainable business, right? You can't just focus on profits. You do need to focus on your people, right? And you do need to focus on the environment and, in order to be totally sustainable, you can imagine a Venn diagram, right? You've gotta be profitable. okay, we got some profit right here. You've got to um, you've got to be able to provide for your employees and give back. So that they can, you know, live their lives, and then you also have to, right here, if you're all three of these things, um, you have to be able to, um, you know, create and create something that uh, is not going to totally destroy the environment, or something that does not deplete limited resources at a rate that, you know, they 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 can't be replenished. So let's just type resources. And if you're all three of those things, you're a sustainable business. Now, right now, um, we're at a stage where corporations aren't responsible for the full life cycle of their products. And what's happening is people are starting to catch on to that and people are being manipulated, which is what leads us into our next story. We'll dip a little bit deeper into this. In the next segment. But if you uh, take a look at Drudge, you'll see that there is a story three oil scions paying hundreds of eco activists $25,000 a year to be professional protesters. First off, that is a huge lowball. I mean, these people are, you're going, if you're one of these eco people, $25,000 is not enough to go to jail for. Okay. But you're also being exploited, right? It's the corporation that should be responsible for the life cycle of the product. Now, when you talk about this, we could be talking about a product, right? Like, uh, just imagine a candy bar, right? Well, you create the candy bar. It's got negative repercussions for people who eat too many candy bars, creates diabetes, or also let's talk about the pollution of the wrapper. We'll get more into this on the next side. It's going to be great.
5: Experience the next level in high-powered energy nootropics with our latest BrainForce offering, BrainForce Ultra. Now it is easier than ever to take a new liquid form with eight beneficial super ingredients. BrainForce Ultra is the result of years of enhanced formulation. Free of toxic additives, each ingredient is specifically selected for its many key properties. Some of the proprietary super ingredients behind BrainForce Ultra include Gorana seed, which is loaded with energy compounds and antioxidants that have been used by Amazonian tribes for centuries, Alpha-GPC, a natural compound found in the brain that delivers an essential nutrient, choline, and Ginkgo leaf, which is also known for its exceptional antioxidant content. This product is more than twice the servings of our Brain Force Plus as well, so you know it's packed full of the good stuff. Destroy that brain fog today and secure your bottle of Brain Force
8: Ultra before it is completely sold out at Infowarsstore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if millions of people get this book, our funding problems will be over and it's starting to happen. That's why I said, yeah, go to Infowarsstore.com, get the book and start shipping in a couple of weeks. The Great Reset and the War for the World. But I said, go to Amazon because it's the number one book chart. In the world, and if it goes to number one, not of political, not of history, not of U.S. history, it's already number one over forty categories like political science, you name it. Forty plus categories is number one, ladies and gentlemen. Drum roll, please. Of books in the world, the Great Reset and the War for the World is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We are now number nine in the world. Woo! This is major. This is political. This could fund our war chest just go to amazon.com everybody and buy 10 copies send this blueprint to the death star and the new world order because you read this you know their whole plan how to stop them hit the great reset the war of the world now it's going to go to number one what do you make of that
5: you're listening to the american journal watch it live right now at band.video
7: filling in for Harrison Smith today. Wrapping up here on my little news news block here, and then we're going straight out to calls. Last segment, we were talking about a statement that the uh, Whole Foods CEO, John Mackey, had made, um, saying he feels like the socialists are taking over, and he talks about corporate responsibility, um... Versus the what what shareholders want, which led us into our next story, three, oil scions paying hundreds of eco activists twenty five thousand dollars a year to be professional protesters because and and this is being spun as as a guilt trip, right? They feel so guilty, right? Um, it's just it's just not real. The framing of this. And it's funny because it is a Rockefeller air. And I don't know if any of you guys know this. Maybe some of my info warriors out in the audience understand this. But there was a campaign by uh, Rockefeller to give dimes to children because he was seen as, you know, this oil baron and, uh, he didn't have a good public image. And so he hired some PR folks to come on board and basically he redid, he remade his image by giving dimes out to children and things like that, um, to, to make himself seem like a better guy but when you look at the case of one of his heirs and a, cu- uh, a couple other people what they're doing is they're funding these eco thugs as it's described in this daily mail article and if they really felt guilty do you think that they would be funding these activists do you or do you think that perhaps they would be you know funding scrubbers you know technology that reduces carbon emissions in industrial applications? Do you think that they would fund volunteers to help clean up? Do you think that they would pay more money to when an oil spill happens to clean it responsibly rather than add chemicals to the oil that causes it to sink so that you can't really see it on camera when planes fly over these oil spills in the Gulf, yet then it goes down and affects multiple ecosystems, right? If they really felt guilty, that's what they would do. What I argue is that these oil heirs and these people at the top, they are in a great position, and what they want to do is they want to implement carbon taxes that would control you, that would further subsidize their businesses and their operations. And I say this because of our last story on my docket, which is Democratic Party Playbook Exposed, the Cloward and Piven strategy diving in here. um, We've got uh, (laughs) a second paragraph here. Rahm Emanuel, famous um, as the architect of Obamacare, uh, President Obama's chief of staff uh, said no good crisis should ever go to waste. And um, that is kind of the crux of the Cloward and Piven strategy. But if we talk about these crises, well, how how do you make something seem more dire, right? You fund these radical climate protesters and have them go, you know, do stunts like glue their hand to a painting or blow up some oil pipeline or do something dumb, something seriously dumb. Right. But then that creates a panic and it and it makes things seem like there is an an emergency and we've got to act now, which causes fear in the population. And when people are afraid, they don't make the right decisions. Yada, yada. You get where I'm going with this. It's just too easy. We're going out to your calls now. Go ahead and uh, start the uh, day off here of calls with Clown Car, who is currently in New Jersey. What are you doing out of place there, Clown Car?
9: Uh, You know, I'm watching the smoke rise off the lake. You know, back in the day, before we had electronics, that's how we used to communicate, with smoke signals. Oh, yeah? Yeah. A lot of smoke signals, huh? Yeah, well, it's called Smoke Rise in New Jersey, beautiful little place. You know, I was wondering, what are we going to do here? What if... uh, Hillary never makes it. Is Chelsea going to be our president? You know, we forgot in the beginning of this. John Hopkins University made an announcement. They just put somebody in charge of health. Chelsea Clinton. Can you look that one up real quick? I think I forgot. My memory's not too good anymore, you know?
7: Look it on up. Pull that up, Sean.
9: I'm coming out here, you know, picking up the paper. I'm out this morning Picking up the paper I feel like You know Like it's a scene From the, one of those movies Like Sopranos Or something You know And I look up at the sky And I wonder How the much Clinton longer The crime is this. family I'm just wondering How much longer Is this gonna be Yeah the clown crime family Yeah
7: For, for all the For all the meme makers Out there If you wanna superimpose The Clinton's faces On On like an intro That music The The music from Woke uh, up this morning Got myself a gun There we go and it's a
9: man. Found that my country is gone. <laughs> yeah.
7: So, uh, so Chelsea Clinton has now gotten a new appointment. What What is she up to?
9: Well, I'm just wondering. You know, she went from making like independent films with her boyfriend, now husband, Beater. I don't know what he's done, but I remember he was like not such a great kid. I think his name was Ari, the rugged man, or something. At least I remember that from Howard Stern show back in the day. I was wondering. What ever happened to Vince Foster? He died. He died. How did he die? Did he commit suicide on White House property and then jumped in the bushes? Uh,
7: I thought he was rolled up into a rug, wasn't he? Was Vince Foster the guy who was rolled up into the rug? It's been I, I it's been years. I when I first started working here, I got into the Clinton body count, and then right. I kind of fell out. I knew that there were a bunch of like super strange, mysterious suicides, but he was like. Yeah, Vince Foster, yeah, definitely, definitely a suicide. I, I know that, that one, Vince Foster is like one of the more fishy ones, but there are a bunch that when you really start looking into it, you're like, wow, who are these freaks? They are just killing awesome. people in the weirdest ways. Like it's, yeah. like it's almost like they're trying to joke
9: about it. It's almost like it's organized criminality. Oh, wait, organized crime. <laughs> Well put. No? Yeah. So uh, so what are we going to do now? So now we make Chelsea the, the president. Who do we make vice president?
7: I'm trying to think of like the worst person. It's got
9: to be Hunter Biden. That's what I was thinking. Hunter. And hey, what is up with this uh, commercial you guys are running? That guy looks just like Hunter. <laughs> Which commercial are you talking about? <laughs> you guys are running a commercial right now. What is a guy talking about Alex War, the movie, blah, blah, blah. He looks like Hunter. I was like, wow, they got Hunter to do the commercial. This is great. Interesting. So I wanted to tell you, I went to my D.C. boy event this weekend. It was phenomenal. George Soros sent, you know, Bill Gates sent a nice 60-mile-an-hour wind through there real quick. Just our little area of Brooklyn. But, um, yeah, it was good enough to make most people run away. But whoever came back, we had a good rest of the day. Five Info warriors showed up. One wearing a shirt, brought his wife, his girlfriend, a couple kids. I know, I thought it was weird he brought his wife and his girlfriend, but okay. And, um, yeah, it was a good time.
7: Dad or date, you never know. You ever play that game? Which one? Dad or date?
6: I don't play games.
10: I don't play games no more. I play life.
7: (laughs) All right. Thanks for calling in, Sean. We'll see you on the other side.
2: The Great Reset and the War for the World is the book that the government doesn't want you to read that... Most of the big, powerful companies trying to control your life, the big tech companies, they don't want you to read this book. They wanna control what you think, what you do, what you read, but you don't want that. And Alex Jones doesn't want that. And this book shows you what's happening and gives you the sort of playbook for how to fight against it. And so by buying this book, you're gonna prove that censorship doesn't work, that freedom is alive in this country. This is essential reading. And, you know, I would go right now and buy it before the censorship kicks in. It's not going to be available in bookstores. It's not going to be available in libraries. They're going to try to take it down from every platform that they can, but they're not going to be able to do it. Prove that censorship doesn't work. Buy The Great Reset. Thank you, Alex Jones. I really appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate you writing this book and getting the information out there.
8: Infowars.com. Is tomorrow's news today?
5: You're watching the American Journal with your host Matt Weber. Watch live right now at band.video. Video. This is cool
7: you're watching right now on band video see this awesome intro all of these things that we cover this goes out to one of our uh got to give credit to one of our producers alisa she's one of the producers on the alex jones show and uh made a very cool intro graphic here when you guys go to the infowarsstore.com you Fund the Infowar and everything that we talk about on air. I just want to tell you a little bit about a special here, Bod-Ease. You've probably heard about this. This is one of our best-selling supplements here, and uh, it's uh, used as a medicinal herb, and uh, it's been used for thousands of years. It's got tons of anti-inflammatory properties. Uh With the ingredients in bodies, it's a true 360 win that can help you with joint support, mobility support, flexibility support, and inflammation support. The powerful ingredients inside your bottle include turmeric root, Boswellia, Certera extract, organic spearmint, sage, lemon balm, and thyme leaves, and peppering from black pepper. What else would it be from? It's got all the curcuminoids, all the things that make your body feel better. And I'd have to say that uh, it's, I, I can actually say that I've used this supplement. I buy it in threes whenever I buy it at the store. I typically like to buy multiple things. That way, I don't have to go to the store every single month because that is a pain. You don't have to go to the store every single month either if you get auto ship. And the beauty of auto ship is that you will always get the product at the cheapest price available, and we maintain a supply for you. That way, uh, if it's out of stock for other customers, you still will get your auto shipped order. So, get auto ship at Infoware Store. It just makes life easier. With that, we're going back out to your calls. Captain of PirateInfoWars.com in the Sea of Lies wants to squash the Q Conspiracy. Captain Pirate, you're on the air.
11: Morning, Matt. Uh great, great uh show this morning. Uh, you're you're at the helm and you are uh staring true today, sir.
7: How are you doing? What do you, what do you want to talk about with the uh Q Conspiracy?
11: Okay, well, uh, a few things. Uh that is that's probably going to be my last comment okay. uh, i had i had the um opportunity to uh uh go to tennessee and uh attend one of the uh premieres of alex's war and uh got to uh, uh be among a bunch of great patriots great time uh but one of the things that i i was left with is where is wolfgang Halbig? And all of uh, you know the Sandy Hook conspiracy. I had that question. I asked that question in Q and A. Probably no, wasn't he, the right he place. Was
7: the, he was the guy with the book. Shouldn't he be being sued?
11: Well, there's more. There's more. And uh, I, and and again, I'm not here to, to slander anyone. I would be happy to give anybody an outlet to say whatever they need to say after I make this statement. But um, in watching the trial. I, I needed to see that link. There was a missing link. And in the trial, um, it came out that Dr. Steve Pachenik, uh, I believe, um, as they stated, was the one that referred Wolfgang to InfoWars. And and uh, as I understand it, you know, uh, his credentials were great. Steve Pachinik had, had been a staple for years. And if somebody... You know, said, "Hey, this this guy's a former. You know, just just lays out all his credentials. I don't think I would. I don't. I don't think I would blink twice about you know throwing him on. Um, you know, my point is that it's a, it's a trend. We saw what happened on the war room." We've got all these ballots, uh, you know, President Trump is going to uh, land on the white hat, you know, on the lawn and, and arrest Biden during the inauguration. I mean, I had a lot of smart people texting me that day saying these things. And uh, I, I just think Steve Pachinik needs to uh, uh, explain. Where this comes you know where all this came from uh you know he's he's famous he he claims uh you know that he's taken down regimes uh he is very very well versed in psychology very
7: and, fantastical uh, isn't he I, I well
11: uh you know he he ha, he uh, uh, he dresses very well i like uh, i like the uh you know the Hawaiian shirt thing but uh That's even that incredible. i think might be a okay. <laughs> Well, just depends on the on the, the
7: pattern, sir. I, but, I, um, I like a good Hawaiian myself. But um, you know, <laughs> as far as uh, Steve Pachanek goes and the Q conspiracy thing, I want to talk to uh, the right a little bit uh, or people of this audience about uh, hopium and mm-hmm. uh, about uh, uh, fake news drugs. Now, right after the 2016 election, you had – all these people on the left, they were strung out. And when I say strung out, what I'm talking about is the news that they were so used to, the thing that that granted them certainty in the uncertain world around them, they could not get any more of, right? The, this whole lie of Hillary is 20 points ahead. Hillary is going to win. She's going to be your next Uh, president, right? All these people were faced with reality and it was at odds with what they thought was real. And then they had all these meltdowns, right? We've got this woman on screen. She'll be infamous. We thank her for her service in the info war. But what I have to say is that people on the other side of the spectrum, on the other side of the political spectrum, are not immune to this phenomenon, right? People are susceptible to this confirmation bias, to, to this hopium that is sold to us, and it is like a drug. And if you buy into these things, if you read these headlines and take them at face value without digging in deep and looking at the substance and determining for yourself if you think it is real rather than allowing someone to tell you what is real— then, I mean, that is exactly what you need to do. You need to come to your own conclusions. Don't let, you know, a forum online do all the legwork for you. That's how you get duped. And, you know, the unfortunate thing is needing, it takes a lot to admit that you're wrong and to say, hey, you know what? Maybe my worldview was was wrong, and maybe I do need to, you know, take a step back and look. That is such a difficult thing to do psychologically, and that's why people um, who, you know, may be wrong about the news or something like that have a difficult time admitting it as well. And I, I think that that's perhaps, you know, if we're going to give Steve Bocanek the benefit of the doubt, you know, that's maybe the trap that he fell into. However, I, I do think that he does need to come out and address those things. Because I don't think that they were right.
11: Agreed. Mr. Patanic, please, if you're listening, and I know you are, this is the greatest forum on the planet for liberty in the modern day. So if you're listening, Mr. Patanic, please, please. Um, yeah, just, uh, you know, again, you're going to see white halos come down from the sky before you see white hats come out of tunnels uh, and and take over this cabal, Right.
7: Um,
11: you know, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. Keep telling yourself that That's your hope. Right. And if we all say it, we have nothing but victory ahead of us. Right. Uh last thing last thing I want to say. Uh wanna give a shout out to uh Mike Hansen. Thank you for the omelet, sir. Uh in at the after party. And uh I just want to uh you know uh let everybody know Mike Hansen archives, great great, great resource. The seeds of the future are buried in the past. And, uh, you know, uh, you can get to Mike Hansen archives on band.video now just by typing hansenarchives.com and going straight to it. Uh, it's just a forward. That and you're
7: going to find a lot of classic info wars stuff. Captain, thanks for giving us a call today. We really appreciate it. We're headed to break right now. The Mike Hansen archives on band.video. Shout out to him. Thanks,
8: Captain. So many people over the years have walked up to me randomly on the street and said, Super male vitality is incredible. Why does it work so well? And the answer is very simple it takes from Chinese medicine and other ancient traditions known herbal compounds that boost libido, stamina, and energy. And it comes from cold-pressed herbs, so they're not boiling or heating up the herbs that are known to have these natural effects. It's cold-pressed. It's been sold out for... Eight months or more, it's finally back in stock at InfoWarStore.com for 25% off Super Male Vitality. And it goes great with X2, which is also 25% off. But if you get both these products together, they're 40% off in a combo at InfoWarStore.com. So X2 and Super Male Vitality, 40% off together or 25% off individually at InfoWarStore.com. It's amazing. Try it today. We
5: here at InfoWars are proud to announce the first ever Kava Kava Root Supplement that is now available at InfoWarsStore.com. Kava is one of the hottest new breakthroughs in the natural health world today, though it has been used for hundreds of years in the Pacific Islands for its relaxation and euphoric effects. According to ancient Samoan legend, Kava was given as a gift by the sun god Tagaloa, who they considered to be the supreme ruler and creator of the universe. The Samoan people would drink kava tea during social gatherings and sacred ceremonies to loosen up a little. Nowadays, kava is used around the world by many who enjoy its serious benefits. The new kava chill by Dr. Jones Naturals contains a full blend of not only kava kava, but other herbs including, but not limited to, German chamomile, mill, organic skullcap, and valerian root. We do expect to sell this new product quickly, so be sure to secure yours by visiting InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.video.
7: We're filling in for Harrison Smith today. We're taking your calls on the American Journal. I want to talk to Rob in Texas. He says he's got an unpopular opinion about Trump, but I don't know how unpopular it's going to be. I haven't heard anything about this. Rob in Texas, you're on the air. Let us let uh, everybody know what your opinion is about Trump. What's going on?
12: Good morning. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I just want to bring up his recent record-breaking fundraising uh, post-FBI raid. So, God bless the American people for stepping up and giving that money. <clears throat> just, I'm sorry, I'm working outside I'm a little out of breath. However, there are people languishing in prison for almost, by over 500 days now, the January 6th political prisoners, and those that are not in prison, their lives are being destroyed, they're losing everything, their families are destroyed. Their children have post-traumatic stress disorder from being fbi raided, And uh, he has done nothing as far as assisting us with raising money. The West has all these people that raise money for them, bail them out, <clears throat> unlimited lawyers. And here we are, and I'm one of them, to be clear. And they are suffering greatly, okay? And that man, who's a multi-billionaire should take every penny that he receives and give that directly to the January Sixers for legal defense. This battle is now a legal battle in the courtrooms, and they have just had such little assistance and been left for dead that this situation could have changed dramatically if they had the support of our former president. And if he did a fundraiser or helped in some way and said, hey, this person's doing a fundraiser, can you please donate money over here for these people that stood up for me and i'm not condoning violence <clears throat> violence uh should not have happened on that day and it did take away from a peaceful movement and and take away from sure, what was supposed was, to be first amendment activity
7: it, although it was you know overwhelmingly peaceful yeah a couple of windows got broken you know right so and it, yeah we understand when things get out of control it was never the intent And, you know, people were frustrated. They had been gaslit by our government. And so, Rob, I'm in total agreement with you, right? I think that if Donald Trump really wants to stoke his base, right, he's going to help those January 6th political prisoners because that's what they are. They are political prisoners and it's— so unfortunate that they are pawns in a game between Trump and Biden, right? The Biden administration wants to lock them up and call them insurrectionists. And Trump is unwilling to, you know, go back in and admit defeat or, you know, accept responsibility, you know, for, for that, that million MAGA march. And uh, it's, it's extremely unfortunate. I think that, you know, when it comes primary time in 2024, this unpopular opinion you hold about that is, is going to be extremely prevalent, right? That's what the other Republicans who are based are going to say to him. They're going to say, Hey man, you left your boys out to dry. You, you know, you let them hang in.
12: And also, he did have four years, and many people argue he did amazing things, but neglect the things that he did not do. He could have secured our elections better. He could have had some form of voter I think he could have been more effective,
7: right? I think that it, it, we always gave him the benefit of the doubt and said, well, you know, he was uh, private practice, didn't really understand how to wield the uh, the levers of power, manipulate the levers of power in politics, but ultimately, right, try try as hard as he did, he did not accomplish everything that he set out to do. And I think that he, on one hand, did a great job of exposing uh, how how controlled the deep state is and exposed the deep state, but on the other hand, was not effective at eliminating them. He exposed the problem, but didn't take care of it. Which was, his yes, down, I, which was his downfall. He picked a fight with the CIA and the FBI. Like, what did he think was going to happen? If you're going to pick a fight with them, you have to be prepared to end it right away.
12: Well, when he said that they're not coming after me, they're coming after you, uh, that's very apparent now. And although he did have an FBI raid done on his one of his multi-million dollar properties, uh, he's still out playing golf and people are celebrating holes in one when... People's lives are being destroyed. And we set the precedent here in America to lock up people before trial indefinitely. And they see that with the trucker protests that started in Canada and everything else that's going on. It's shameful that in, here in America, we set that standard. And people, because they still have food on their table, they still have heat and air in their house, and they still have their stupid 401 case, they're not concerned about it. It has not directly affected them yet and it 's absolutely shameful and disgraceful, and you know what when the day comes when our children ask us twenty, thirty years from now, or even less, what did you do to stop what, what we 're under now permanent slavery, and I cannot sit there and tell them that I did nothing
7: Well, what we have to do I... what we have to do is encourage uh, the next Republican or populist president to do exactly what Biden has done now to to prosecute. Pre- former presidents for their crimes, because the thing is, is that, yes, they, they are th- they've gotten away with betraying the country. So many like the Clintons giving away nuclear secrets. I mean, with, you know, Bush starting these wars in the Middle East, there there is just. There is so much that they could be that they are immune to the consequences and it's not right. So, you know, if Trump goes down, great. The next, the next populist or Republican president needs to take action and he needs to go after Biden for his corruption. Uh, he need they they need to, they need to go full sail.
12: I agree. I mean, I thank you for letting me voice that out. Uh, it's it's very heartbreaking.
7: Well, we're glad to hear from you, Rob. Um, if that's, uh, if that's all you got for me, we're going to move on to the next call. We're going to go to Ryan in North Dakota. He wants to talk about Damon Amani. Ryan in North Dakota. What's going on?
13: Hey, hey man, how are you doing this morning?
7: Hey, doing really well. How are you doing?
13: Oh, I'm doing great. Yesterday in the American journal, there is, was they, uh, Harrison had Damon Amani on his, on the show yesterday and then there was some pretty concerning things that was going on. I, I was trying to call in, but I couldn't get in, but I have to say, you know, I have just looking at the photo of his face. I mean, if he was beat by the CAA or somebody else, or if he was beaten into saying that, you know, he's going to support Hillary Clinton, that's a form of dictatorship. I'm not going to lie. Right. Kind of I what.
7: want to stop you right there. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to tell you the truth. Damon Amani is fine. He's not being held hostage. In fact, that is kind of the joke. If you uh, follow Damon Amani, he had originally made a video about uh, Alex Jones in this trial, exposing the he, when he brought up Epstein when when asked about conspiracies of child trafficking. And after that, you know, the vi- the video went viral and so he made uh, a joke video as if he was being detained. And so we did something similar to what we originally did with Alex Stein where we had him call in or join the show in character. And so he is not actually under duress. We really do appreciate our callers for calling in yesterday and uh voicing their concerns. But that was a little bit of the prank that we were playing, a little bit of the war of the worlds, if you will. But uh Damon Amani is a producer and a content creator. We think he's very funny and we were happy to be a part of the joke with him. So All right. you yeah. Mind if I my
13: What's up? You mind if I change my subject? Sure. Yeah, whatever uh, yeah, you
7: but, want to talk about.
13: Yeah. Well, there's uh. Well, I got an article this morning that says, you know, up here in Fargo, North Dakota, they were saying, talk about uh, that they were the school board was voting not to reset the Pledge of Allegiance due to capitalization of the word God and diversity. What? Yeah. Yeah. They were the Fargo Public School Board in North Dakota voted on Tuesday to stop reciting the Pledge of Allegiance because of the diversity concerns and the Pledge's use of the phrase, one nation under God.
7: That's insane. And I,
13: I know. It's an I can't believe, because when I was in school, I remember by reciting the Pledge of Allegiance every morning before we started class, the you know, first thing in the morning. And now that there's other board members trying to rescind, you know, this measure that they put in on March 22nd, of this year
7: that's crazy we're, we're looking at it on screen Ryan thanks for giving us a call hey real quickly before we go to break before we go to break have you ever heard of Wapton, Wompton North Dakota yes I have oh nice I got family from there all right cool Hi. no one's ever heard of it it's got like two traffic lights in North Dakota all the way
8: Ladies and gentlemen, if millions of people get this book, our funding problems will be over and it's starting to happen. That's why I said, yeah, go to infowarsstore.com, get the book and start shipping in a couple weeks. The Great Reset and the War for the World. But I said, go to Amazon because it's the number one book chart. In the world. And if it goes to number one, not of political, not of history, not of U.S. history, it's already number one over 40 categories like political science, you name it. 40 plus categories is number one. Ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please. Of books in the world, The Great Reset and the War for the World is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We are now number nine in the world. Woo! This is major. This is political. This could Fund our war chest. Just go to Amazon.com, everybody, and buy 10 copies. Send this blueprint to the Death Star and the New World Order. Because you read this, you know their whole plan how to stop them. Hit the Great Reset, the War of the World now. It's going to go to number one. What do you make of that?
5: Listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Weber. Watch it live right now at band.video. That's right.
7: It's me, Matt, filling in for Harrison today. He is recuperating. He's been doing a a long stretch of uh, shows here. So we're really glad to uh, have him when he's healthy. We're going out to your phone calls today. Taylor in Florida wants to talk about his realization about God and Satan. Taylor in Florida, what do you? Uh, what did you come to a realization about?
14: Well, um, I'm sorry. Excuse the noise in the background. I'm on a job site. Uh, because, you know, I'm one of those hard-working blue-collar types. Nice. Um, let me uh, let me get in my truck real quick so I can actually talk, and then you won't hear saws and. A whole bunch of uh, stuff and things in the background.
7: Doing A little bit of carp work or uh, what are you doing?
14: So I'm uh, currently uh, installing and testing a commercial fire alarm system, which is just fun on a bun. If you've never tried it, Um, I I don't recommend it. Um, Not fun unless you like hearing things, you know, go into constant alarm all of the time.
7: That is probably my least favorite thing. Those alarms you get the you get the fire alarm in the middle of the night with the low battery. Oh man, my dogs go nuts.
14: Yeah, same type of thing, except this is like uh, one of those large scale guys. But the funnest part is going into like a Publix and getting to set it off, and then you know everyone looks at you like they hate you. But you know <laughs> that's that, because that's the only
5: they fun do. Part.
14: <laughs> that's because they do. But it's too bad. Um, right, anyway, right. so the, the realization I've never been on here before, so I'm out of breath, a little nervous. Oh, Goose goose-fraba, goosefraba, okay. All right, so the realization, essentially, I was sitting on my lanai, and I was sitting there thinking, like, you know, with the Council of Nicaea, uh, the merger of church and the government, essentially, uh, to me, that, that's something that was always controlled um, by, by Satan, you know? Like, there's some dark times back there, and, and to me, I'm like, if you're kind of overviewing this, if you're... If you're kind of laying out the rules, what's going to be in the Bible, what's not, you're nixing out all the things, why would Satan want to leave in Revelation? Why would Satan want to leave in specific keywords for salvation or for direct contact to God or uh, to uh, to help priests uh, perform exorcisms. And then it hit me. I'm like, this all sounds like contracts. Like if you if you think about these things in terms of law, it makes sense, so if, if there was a contract in place to where Satan had to leave those things in as part of a divine contract, then that would make sense. It got me started uh, thinking in terms of divine contracts with everything, and I, we could talk about this forever, um, but it, it also led me into the the u s Constitution and the basis of uh, keeping that in uh, like a Christian basin and also, the importance of separation of church and state. So um, quickly, you know, that's already one big bomb that we could probably spend hours on just right there. You can comb through all the biblical texts and things like that and be like, okay, this right here where he's telling this person to do this sounds like a contract. It sounds like, you know, do this. And, and if you do it properly, you use the proper names in Jesus Christ, you know, and amen, legal terms and contracts, and then you, you get what, the, what is promised to you. Um, So there's that bombshell. But the other bombshell that made me uh, realize what our Founding Fathers actually did for us uh, by basing our Constitution and our inalienable um, God-given rights from God is essentially they usurped any king, any uh, emperor, any person that is of the world from laying claim against our rights. So, you know, this is uh, a reason any atheist should be able to look at the Constitution and the Bill of Rights and... Seeing that our rights are God given, and saying, "Okay, I understand that. I can get behind that because essentially, the only way for any person to nullify our, our uh, U.S. Constitution, unless it's done from within, like it's like what's being done now, you you have to be the God, the creator of the universe, and no king, no emperor, no nothing can ever ever do that. That's why it was so important."
7: Taylor, thanks for giving us a call and voicing that. Uh, I think that. That's-
5: you're tuned in to the American Journal with your host Matt Weber. Watch it live right now at Band Video. All right,
7: InfoWars, Matt Weber filling in for Harrison Smith on the American Journal. Taking your phone calls today. We got Tristan in North Dakota. A lot of North Dakotans today calling in. Glad to see Tristan. What uh what would you like to talk about? You got planned obsolescence. Thank you. I can hear you. You are on the okay. air, Tristan.
6: Um, I just gonna point out uh, another layer of the hypocrisy coming from the. Corporate rulers and everything like that, because you uh, just going back to what was it the early 1900s? I forget the year. Really, like a committee, and they met and decided that they were going to cap the lifetime of light bulbs. I think it was like a thousand or ten thousand hours. They were just going to put all these different uh, sanctions and you know, basically ostracize anyone against this lifetime limit that they put on light bulbs because there's actually a light bulb somewhere that's still burning. It's like been on since like 1908 or something like that. But then that came along and said, we're, we're going to run ourselves out of business if we make products that are, you know, that good. So we need to start basically making them obsolete on purpose. And uh, Aha. I don't remember
7: what the-, the centennial light. We have a, Crack crew. They are like so good.
6: They are phenomenal. They really are. And they found it right away. Yeah. So, I mean, they blame us for, you know, climate change and all that. And I'm not even going to get into that. I'm, I'm not going to deny that we're taking a toll on the planet, but it's not from our exhales. You know what I mean? It's from the garbage that's being sold to us that is made to be thrown away. And then they're going to try to make us feel guilty about what's it. the corporate rulers that are making
7: sure. garbage I don't know, products and no, no. marketing back, it. Well, this goes back. This goes back to uh, that diagram that I had written on the back of one of these articles here um, about sustainability. Right? What you right. you are talking about is the fact that that corporation decided to prioritize profits. Right? Making profits over uh, something that is economically or not economically environmentally uh, sustainable, right? They they make these throwaway products, and once the product has reached the end of its usable life, um, then it's thrown away. It doesn't mean that it's at the end of its life because then it still needs to be broken down, processed, whatever happens to it, happens to it, but the corporation isn't really responsible for the product at that point. And that, that's a really sad thing.
6: And, and yet we're the ones that are unsustainable, and they're the ones with the ideas on how to get to the level of being sustainable. It's just ridiculous. You know, like uh, I was watching another video on YouTube, and it was talking about printers, and they actually found this component in one of uh, the circuit boards, and it's basically just a counter and whenever it hit like 5000 prints or something like that uh an error screen would pop up but you can actually buy the software that will reset this component in the circuit board and and fix this little error message that most people just throw their printer away and go buy a new one
7: that's good to know but yeah no that 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 sucks I I hate when, when things like that, it it goes, it kind of, the phrase that sticks out in my mind is that they don't build them like they used to. Right. Right. So you've got all these appliances from, you know, the seventies and eighties that are, you know, still in, in circulation, right. They're still running, you know, they may not be in people's kitchens, but they're in their garages and, you know, they're still ticking away. And, you know, there, there is a huge, Phenomenon of products that um, have bad components in them that are meant to fail, so that they'll they'll be serviced, right? You talk about, let's say, a dishwasher that has a membrane pad um, for an interface where you're going to push, like maybe the play button for or the or the run button for your dishwasher. Well, that membrane pad is designed. To fail at a certain point, um, you know they can't just put a regular button on there. Uh, you know something that's more rugged because then it will never need to be serviced. And they understand that there is a second, a secondary market for servicing these appliances. And it's you know it's cheaper to put the membrane pad in, and they they know it's going to fail, and you're either going to get it fixed or buy a new one. So
6: yeah, yeah. My only point: is, uh, why- introduce legislation that's going to you know, tax our, our breathing and our cows. Why not introduce legislation that just to make things a little bit more universal, a little bit more able to update and a little bit to repair.
7: Yeah. Speaking of that, you know what, Info Warriors, I'm going to task you with a challenge right now. If you want to make a positive difference in this world, go make a YouTube video today. Use your cell phone. If you have a handy tip of how to fix something, Right. It's something that's non-controversial. Go ahead and post that thing on YouTube. Give it a good title like "How to Fix X, Y, or Z," and hopefully you get a ton of views. That's something that I think is great. I mean, I try to do as much DIY fixing as I can around my house, and I know that YouTube, despite the fact that it's got political censorship, it, it can be tremendously helpful. And if it helps you make a couple bucks, you know, because you're helping other people save money. I mean, that sounds like a win-win situation because right now in this economy, you know, we're all tightening our belts. We're all trying to do whatever we can to save a buck or two here and there. Hey, be a good info warrior. Help someone out, out today. Teach them how to repair their stuff.
6: Okay. Yeah, I can go a long way. Yep. Thanks for taking my call, Matt.
7: Yep. Thanks for calling in Tristan. We are going to Sean in California. He's got good news oh, Whitmer kidnapper acquitted. All right. All right, Sean, fill us in.
0: Hey, uh, can you hear me, Matt? Yeah, sure can. Excellent. I was in traffic earlier with your screener, so I didn't want to have uh, a lot of noise on the line. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Brandon Caserta, he was acquitted of his charges. So what's that lead to that Whitmer case? Like, what, two more people that got to get cleared, maybe three at most? So the folks worried about the J6 crowd. Your, your hearts are in the right places, guys. But uh, you know, in terms of timeline, you know, justice goes slow. And if you really want to help them out, learn how the law actually works. Go to national dot net. We have our six p.m. Pacific time conference call tonight. You go to freeconferencecall.com dot com. You can look up the information off the website national assemblynet assembly dot net. You know, get national, on. Hold on, hold
7: on. You, you are going really, really quick, Sean. That's national dash assembly
0: dot net. Is that correct? Yeah. You're what do you guys, what, what the,
7: is your What are you guys going to be focusing on tonight at six? Uh,
0: the question and answer is nine. Is that six Pacific? One, six Pacific for us, yes. But okay. folks, call in from East Coast as well. Uh, for tonight's focus, so don't miss it, uh, folks. Yeah, we we we'll take questions after the class. I believe the gentleman named Darren out of Michigan will be uh, going through our handbook. We have we have a ten-step process and a handbook as far as like little. Uh, things you have to do to start an assembly and basically not get yourself called a sovereign citizen, which is a way to go to jail. That's There's there a free cure and solution for you guys right there. Never not call yourself there's a sovereign
7: anything, citizen. Not that there's anything wrong with being a sovereign citizen, but there is no, an uphill battle good. you will face. That's how you <laughs> that's uh, present good. yourself.
0: The feds created that in the 90s under the Clintons to get people to talk to themselves into jail, my friend. That's why you don't want to call yourself that. You know, you can be sovereign, you can be a citizen, you can't be both. So you tell a cop that, a legal contradiction, he knows he's got you and he's going to cuff you because he already realizes you don't know what you're talking about. So that's one thing we don't do. You know, you're a straight-up national or you can be a national of whatever state you're born in. I'm a California national or on my passport, I can be an American national. You don't ever have to sign citizen because when they ask if you're a citizen, that's a lie. Under 18 U.S.C. Section 911. You're either taking the citizenship class as an immigrant or you were born in Washington, D.C. to be a citizen. This is the knowledge to the generation, but they screw with everyone on. And so when you go into the D.C. area, you guys got to realize, you know, yeah, it was our capital, but it's considered foreign property, foreign territory. Anyone who studied the Virginia Corporation can tell you that. Harrison knows about that. Owen knows about that. So those J6 protesters, I love their hearts. I love, their, I love what they were trying to do what they thought they were trying Sean, to do. Sean, let me stop
7: you right there. We are about to run up on a break, but we will touch back down with you for one final word.
8: Sold out for more than a year and a half because of supply chain breakdowns. Our best-selling product, Super Blue, is finally back in stock. The original available at InfowarStore.com. And it only came in three weeks ago, and already half of our stock has sold out. So thank you all for the support. But Super Blue has a lot of fans. And you can get it for 40% off by itself. But when you get it in the trifecta with our activated charcoal toothpaste infused with essential oils so great for your mouth and gums... You can get it for 50% off with Super Coral Whitening Toothpaste as well. So get the trifecta for 50% off together or 40% off individually at InfoWarsStore.com. You'll have great health with your gums and your mouth and your teeth, and you know you're funding the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. Super Blue, being sold out for more than a year and a half, finally back available at InfoWarStore.com.
5: You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video.
14: You we were
7: talking to Sean in California last segment before getting cut off by the break. Sean, uh, you were just uh, kind of talking about national-assembly.com, what you're talking about tonight. Um, pick up where you left off there before we went to break.
0: Yeah, just to want to clarify, it's a .NET website, very specific .net. on that. Yeah, the dot-com will get you to something else entirely. uh entirely. Uh-oh. So, yeah, let me uh, throw this out at you, too. I attended over uh, last Saturday a lecture by Doc uh, Captain Seth Keschel and Dr. Douglas Frank. They've been helping Mike Lindell out. We Patriots, again, this is me giving you guys more good news. We can't kick ourselves in the pants for that algorithm that's been tampering with the Dominion machines. That thing got installed back in 1996 and was continually growing. The vote that they need to create the shadow ballot, that then the mules pick up and deliver. So, what they're going to need to get them on your show, I think it'll be very valuable for everyone across the country to learn how we can canvass, just like Crowder did in November 2020. You canvass the neighborhood once they give us the list by zip code, by address, and say, "Hey, is there two people in this house, or is there ten people in this house?" And the people realize, "Oh, people are voting our names here," or you find it's maybe an operation like a, non- a non-government organization. So, Doctor uh, Douglas Frank and Captain Seth Ketch- Ketchel, who worked for uh, Donald Trump, they've been going on tour, getting this information out. And unfortunately, my county, Riverside County, has a 1.00 score, which is not a good score. It means we had completely controlled elections out here. Uh, right. Mathematically, so that, math that, that score
7: out. that score indicates that everyone voted. Is that correct? Which is typically not the case in an election where there are people who tend not to vote so the closer that score is to a full number or a full one that means that everyone who is a potential voter voted is that correct
0: correct we have a chart that shows all the counties in socal and i'm surprised my county and i think shasta county or one of the counties in NorCal, we were the only counties in California to get 1.00. We're completely controlled. Orange County nearby was like 9.7 or 9.8. And I have the chart. I downloaded it in my phone. They'll they'll put their math and everything up on the projector screen and the big screen. They just did a whirlwind tour of SoCal. They hit all of our big counties down here from San Bernardino to San Diego to Orange County, of course, Riverside, L.A. And they're hitting the counties up in NorCal. So they're working with, uh, I believe, Sheriff Mack and people are aware of him so they they're, they're going to try to get these numbers into our hands so we can actually canvass. So even if you don't want to be involved with an assembly movement, you still have an option going forward. Canvassing Assemble. is canvassing is
7: one of the best ways to to go about it, right? It's it's mm-hmm. on multiple different fronts. I, I I have canvassed myself before previously, and it's, it's actually pretty rewarding because you get to meet your neighbors, you get to meet like-minded people, because in this political atmosphere people are either going to love you or they're going to hate you and the people that hate you all right that's fine no worries but the people that love you hey let's get in contact let's hey have you heard of national-assembly.net it's a great place where you know you can connect them to a larger community right of people who are politically engaged on their side who are awake and are aware of corruption in politics
0: I, I'd say that. And also, uh, I, I want to put this out there. Back in 2016, that election, I signed up for Roger Stone's Stop the steal, and did the exit polling in my neighborhood. And that was kind of interesting. And you had some people, they're like, oh, I don't favor either candidate. If I had factored that in, that would explain, as my county voted for Trump that hey, yeah, this makes sense. But, you know, I put them into a neutral column as I was doing my exit polling. And it's like, okay, Hillary wins if we count for that, that, and that. But in reality, we know that, A, Conservatives have been growing because we have families, and B. Uh, when you look at like things like the censuses and uh, different registered voters for each party and so on, yeah, uh, Doctor uh, Douglas Frank's math works out. Uh, Seth Ketchel's uh, demographic research works out. So you know, two things people got to do: we can complain about problems, or we can get together and solve them. And right. I think to get together and solve them is the best answer. Let's uh, give some. Uh, uh, I'm talking fast this morning. Let's give someone else uh, some phone time, right?
7: Well, Sean, we appreciate your call. And uh, yeah, for those of you who have never done it, it's like taking a little extended walk around the block. You knock on a few doors, you say hi, you put your best foot forward and, you know, you hand out a little bit of literature and it's great. So if you can check out one more time, national-assembly.net. Get involved today. Uh, we are going out to Michael in Virginia. Michael in Virginia wants to talk about businesses and what do they, what do we have that they need? Michael, what do we have?
15: Hmm. Hello, Matt. Hey, how you you doing? I sure can. Oh, oh, beautiful. Uh, Matt, first of all, I'd like to say thank you for your, your work and there's a lot of great things destined for you in the future. Thanks. Um, Right. Well, wars, Alice Jones is the messenger of God, and people don't want to see that. Uh, different people have always been sent to relay a message from our Lord to other people. De- uh, we're talking business as usual. <clears throat> They've been conducting business as usual for thousands of years, one side against the other, and they pretend like, okay, we represent the people on the left, Oh, we represent the people on the right. But what they don't do is what Alex Jones is. Alex Jones represents the people. He's the body. You know, a bird requires a left and a right wing in order to make momentum. Okay, that's fine. But the body of people is what they need to take to be to to, to make it work. So the body is what they need. Alex Jones, Infowars, you guys represent the people. You represent the body. Now, what do they want from us? Well. They want to remove this new business world model that Alice Jones represents. First of all, they want us to become so materialistic and to be put in that box with that label. That's, for them, is business as usual. But Alice Jones and InfoWars and you guys represent those people who are on the side of truth, who are on the side of human dignity and human justice. As long as we stick by that, representing the humanity, that business model, is what will sustain us and get us through these hard and difficult times. They're coming against Alex Jones and you guys because simple reason. You guys represent, uh, 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 the, as he said, the tip of the spear, but they, they are allowing you to continue. They know they need you. They need you guys to reach the body of people. They knew they need you guys. Without you, there would be no movement. What they want to do is corral the movement. So they want us to be so materialistic that we forget our human dignity, which is science, quantum, communication. Now, look, we know Fauci is going down. He already admitted he said he's out of there. We know that Alex Jones got this great uh, 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 contributor that was phenomenal, and he's going to get it again. And also, We know, in time, the World Economic Forum is just a body of both sides, left and right, that come together to control the world and their narrative.
7: Well put, Michael. Well put. Yeah, we are out there engaging, and uh, we need you guys just as much as you need us,
8: right? So many people over the years have walked up to me randomly on the street and said, super male vitality is incredible. Why does it work so well? And the answer is very simple. It takes from Chinese medicine and other ancient traditions known herbal compounds that boost libido, stamina, and energy, and it comes from cold-pressed herbs, so they're not boiling or heating up the herbs that are known to have these natural effects. It's cold-pressed. It's been sold out for Eight months or more, it's finally back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off Super Male Vitality. And it goes great with X2, which is also 25% off. But if you get both these products together, they're 40% off in a combo at InfoWarsTore.com. So X2 and Super Male Vitality, 40% off together or 25% off individually at InfoWarsTore.com. It's amazing. Try it today. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news. Today.
5: You're listening to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Nice. How many times do I have to tell you? My name's Matt. The crew still
7: doesn't know who I am, but they'll learn. They'll learn. No, I'm just kidding. It's a liner. We play those, they're great. Um, we are going out to Adam in Chicago. He wants to talk about a burn pit bill that just passed yesterday for veterans. Adam in Chicago, what do you, uh, what do you have on this for us?
16: Uh, I got some experience on it, but, uh, what's going on, Matt? How How are you doing? doing? i just give you a little background real quick. Um, I was a Marine for eight years, so I did three combat tours, two to Iraq, one to Afghanistan. So I served under Bush. Certain number under Obama, and then I did National Guard with Trump, and then I had an embassy gig at Kabul before I got overran, so I didn't get to go there. So
7: um, Adam, I uh, just want to let you know that we are on the radio. Just oh, to, uh, hold for one second. We're going to let this delay kind of ramp back up, and now we're good. We should be good. That was no silent time to get us back on track here. Yeah. No, Adam, uh, so what is what? Do you, yeah. You, but, you said bat. You you recognize poor leadership, but um, yeah,
16: poor yeah. leadership when I see it. So, uh, tell me about know, these burn a, pits. Oh, uh, they're bad. They would have like car batteries in there, fecal matter. Yep, uh, heard about spent, that. Spent rounds would go off. Um, and I was just wondering how much of that bill is actually dedicated to the veterans, and how much of the other stuff is just for other reasons. I'm sure it's like a small portion.
7: A small portion is what's going to actually make its way to veterans who are affected Correct. by this.
16: Yeah,
7: yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm I'm looking at this, and and you know, it's one of those things where the Biden administration is doing whatever it can to save face because they're failing at practically everything else. Right. This has been a concerted effort for some, for some time now. One of the crew members, you know, said that John Stewart, the old host of the Daily Show had been trying to push this for a long time. And yeah, I, know that. Know, I, I do think that there does need to be um, justice for, you know, a lot of people who, again, you look at this it's like they they what the, from what they've identified twenty three specific conditions including eleven respiratory related conditions yeah, and the, several yeah, forms exactly. of cancer and brain cancer from people who have operated brain for from these burn pits
16: yeah, so I think it's kind of weird that they do that now, especially like when we come back and somehow we're like enemy of the enemy of the state, you know they don't necessarily like patriots or white patriots. And it's kind of weird that it shows that they care just a little bit, but yeah, it's just kind of weird to do all those deployments and to come back and every government just kind of like turn on you.
7: So. Right. Right. I've heard that story, you know, a ton, especially in in covering uh, what the Trump administration had done to reform the, uh, the VA, yeah. you know, for Veterans Affairs. And, uh, you know, provide them with the health care that a lot of them need, right, when they get back because they come back to a country that, you know, doesn't have the support for them that they need, right? Because when you leave the military, you're leaving part of your family, right? There's still a veterans community, but, you know, it's not the people that you served with a lot of the time. And, um, you know, there is – there are huge gaps that, you know, are left up to to people to – have to navigate
16: yeah and i just wanted to hit on uh afghanistan under obama it was a lot of opium that we were there for mm-hmm. um and that was really only our root cause so that was just kind of it was kind of weird and then i want to hit on uh savannah she did a uh interview with the national guard guy did you just say you
7: wanted to hit on savannah
16: no 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 now I is your time?
7: no now's no. your time do it i mean tell who, her she looks who good
16: who wouldn't um, no, she did an interview with that National Guard guy, and he was spot on. They just feel abandoned and left out over there, because that's what Obama would do to us in Afghanistan. We, Our hands would be tied behind our back, and they would rather send us to the brig than, you know, they we would detain somebody, and they let them go next day, so it's nothing new.
7: Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, we've covered that as well. You know exploding opium in afghanistan and um the corbett report had a oh speaking of corbett report uh, i meant to mention that earlier um we were speaking about oil just want to give a shout out to a couple of his docs how big oil conquered the world and why big oil conquered the world great series that that fills people in as to uh how how the rockefellers did it and and you know, what their end game was, but he's also got a great, uh, video on Afghanistan. And this was, um, shot back, I want to say in 2016, but, um, I had played it on a previous, uh, guest host, uh, show that I had, but he talks about, you know, the, the military protecting a lot of these opium fields, um, and even paying farmers for opium that was burned, So yeah, what you're saying is, uh, is definitely, it may seem surprising to a lot of people, but, um, it's one of those things that we did do. We helped to, uh, help those, those poppy farmers or those, those, you know, opium farmers.
16: Yeah. I just wanted to mention that too. It's just kind of a, it does have that, and I'll end it at this, just kind of has that Obama vibe right now to everything Mm. that I feel. But I could be wrong. It's just a personal opinion.
7: Yeah, no. uh, Your your opinion is uh, is definitely shared. Thanks for giving us a call, Adam. Uh, We are going to go out to one of our regular callers, BS Assassin in New York. You want to uh, talk about resources to send the rulers into space, BS Assassin? You're on the air. Yes,
10: yes. I finally I finally figured out how to save this this uh, Godforsaken realm we live on with unlimited resources. There's only one thing we could do to save the human race. We got to get all the global elite, Elon Musk, Alex Jones, Donald Trump, the whole government, and we got to shoot them up to space because it ain't going to last too much longer down here. I'll stay down here with the regular people on this giant garden, and I'll just try to make do, and we'll send them up in space. By the way, anybody see Elon Musk on the Full Send podcast? Hilarious. He's talking about building a sun on Mars. He he offers us windmills that don't work. which I believe is a precious resource grab. I don't think they're using those precious resources in those blades. I think that's all horse crap. You know the first thing that they put when, when they build these? I know people that built these windmills. You know the first thing that they put? Matt, what? A plug. The first thing they do is a plug. It's all BS, man. I, and, then, and then they hide the evidence. They bury it in landfills so that we can't see. It's all a precious mineral grab. They're just stealing. So we got to expose all these Ponzi schemes. This is the veil being removed. It's not scary monsters that are going to stop. It's little nerd scientists lying pieces of garbage. All right? This is the veil. God is showing us right now that everything that these people do is a lie and a scam to kill, control, dominate, and rape you. Okay? And now one more quick thing. If you want to get through to all these freaking brain, I finally made a little headway. If you want to say something about the shot that will resonate with these morons, you go, hey, buddy, what zombie movie ever started with the people that didn't take the shot, the government experiment, turning into zombies? And you will see a light bulb go on in their head. Because everybody's so hyper-focused on movies and TV and all that stuff, you will get a little light bulb. And they will come to the realization that in all these zombie movies, the people that Take the experiments
7: turning to zombies. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Got to tell you, just uh, just got back from doing a little paintball. I work on, a, on the pro paintball webcast outside of uh, this show. You can check it out at gosports.com. Go but we did just use Elon Musk's Starlink internet. And let me tell you guys, it's not that good. But the uh the antenna looks dope. Antenna looks super futuristic, but not that great. So anyways, thanks BS Assassin for giving us a call. Yeah, Elon Musk. Really uh really future future type guy makes you think he's smart but really he's a lot of talk not a lot of substance we will be taking your phone calls on the other side Uh, before we go to break i just want to remind you guys about infowarsstore.com great place to go to get all of your specials you'll see this uh, vitamin c and zinc i don't know if it's in stock right now but if it is get it because it might save you
8: Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. Yeah, I I
13: just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man.
8: I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand I'm ringing the alarm? If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? Free Press needs your help, Frank. So many people over the years have walked up to me randomly on the street and said, super male vitality is incredible. Why does it work so well? And the answer is very simple. It takes from Chinese medicine and other ancient traditions, known herbal compounds that boost libido, stamina, and energy. And it comes from cold-pressed herbs, so they're not boiling or heating up the herbs that are known to have these natural effects. It's cold-pressed. It's been sold out for eight months or more, it's finally back in stock at InfoWarStore.com for 25% off Super Male Vitality. And it goes great with X2, which is also 25% off. But if you get both these products together, they're 40% off in a combo at InfoWarStore.com. So X2 and Super Male Vitality, 40% off together or 25% off individually at InfoWarStore.com. It's amazing. Try it today
5: listening to the American Journal watch it live right now at band.video
7: We're filling in for Harrison Smith here on the American Journal. We are taking your calls, and uh, we got JR in New York. We want to talk about Trump, JR? You are on the line.
4: Hey, what's happening, Matt? Good job filling in. Um, so I was just I was just uh, calling in because I happen to think I don't trust Trump at all, um, <clears throat> and I feel like the whole Infowars audience, if you guys fall for, if we fall for Trump, everyone's got Stockholm syndrome because we just got to look at history. And basically that will show us like the type of person Trump really is. I think that it's highly possible that he knew the raid was going to happen. It's a publicity stunt. Like the other guy said, he had yeah, all the yeah. fundraising. Hold on. Let me, hold on. Sure, sure, sure. I'll let's, let you let's, let's look at, let's look, let's just look at his past. We got in 2001 or 2004, he gets a loan from George Soros for 100 million. Okay, in 2011, Trump defends Soros and says he's not a bad guy. Um, I'm just going to pick a couple of things. I got a lot of, that I would like to say, but um, I got to speak really fast. So we've got now he gets cyber. bailed out. He, get, he gets bailed out by the he gets bailed out by the Rothschilds. Um, in I don't know if you know about his uh, his dealings with the um, what is it the Resorts International Casino. Okay, he buys Resorts and the, International Casino. The Rothschilds
7: Casino. B- bailed him out on this, though.
4: Yeah, check check this out. He buys Resorts International Casino. Resorts International was a CIA mo- uh, money laundering and drug front. You can look it up. It started as a Mary Carter Paint Company. So Trump gets ninety one percent of. 91% of it, after the head of the CIA guy, I forget his name, he dies. Trump gets in. Trump starts going bankrupt and basically gets bailed out, this is fact, for $4 billion by the Rothschilds, okay? And he never paid it back. And then on the news, uh, one of his one of the Rash, Rothschilds guys, the, the right-hand man, he's like, oh yeah, he's worth more to us alive than he is dead, okay? Meaning we can use Trump. So now that's why when Trump gets in the office, he goes ahead and he puts Manukin in or whatever that guy's name is, um, who's, who's a crone. Yeah. And then he puts Wilbur Ross as his secretary of commerce, who is Rothschild's right-hand man. He, and so we always say, oh, he's, let's, it's his advisors, the people he surrounded with, himself with. I thought Trump was the boss, ma- major business, you know, um, savvy guy. Then why is he surrounding himself with these chumps? And it all comes down to one thing, the Rothschilds and Adam Weishaupt. And 1776, and how Adam Weishaupt and um, Amshel Rothschild—they basically formed in 1776 the Illuminati. It's it's Freemason, the dark side of Freemason. No, I think they it
7: was. In. I think the Illuminati was formed uh, before 1776. It's
4: way before. Yeah, correct. But, but listen, the union between Weishaupt and Rothschild—that's key. Then they get in right because it comes down to Sabatine Frankism. And it's, it's Satanism, reverse Judaism, political Zionism. Political Zionism is created by the Rothschilds. It's a movement. So I called in the other day talking about the unconscious will to bring the Messiah. And like what the other guy was saying about the Council of Nicaea, it all ties together. It's an info war. It's always been an info war. You control the information, especially the spiritual information. You keep the people numb and stupid. Many books were taken out of the Bible that are more empowering than what's left in the Bible. The book of Revelation, I'm sorry to tell you guys, is a copy of a book from the Eleusinian Mysteries, from the Greeks. That doesn't mean that it's, that it's bad. It just means that it's a universal mystery. The Bible is a mystery religion. Christianity, ancient Christianity, was more of an occult religion. That's why when the church took over in 300, they squashed and murdered people who were more connected with God and said, No, you have to follow the Pope. The Pope is the Vicar of Christ. But back to my point about Trump— Trump is bought and paid for. Look how he's leaving these guys in jail, like one of the other callers said. What has he done? He hasn't been public about it. When all that stuff went down on January 6th, he was totally silent. Everyone's like, where's Trump? Where's Trump? He didn't okay, – uh, like, we can't be that stupid. We have to start using our foresight, our insight, what's coming next. And now, and now Alex Jones is talking about oh, I'm totally supporting Trump. Are, are we that blind that we're going to let one little public publicity stunt make him lead again, the MAGA, the MAGA movement? Because it's been, no, no. But, but I do, oh, uh, wait. Brian,
7: I've been waiting. I've been waiting. waiting. Gonna, you they're wait. Gonna,
4: they're going to say the save. It's going to cut. It's coming to the Save America campaign, and and it's basically Trump is going to be our savior. When he's not, it's more like Trump is going to take out any other good candidate that could rise up. A true, a true patriot. Trump is bought and paid for. Read David Icke's books, The Trigger and The Answer. Look in the index under Trump. And then you will just if you still trust Trump after that, you have Stockholm syndrome. My challenge info to have David Icke on for a full hour and discuss specifically Trump and his past and his lawyer, Larry Crone or whatever his name was, who's totally dirty. His connections with the brainy Don in the city and everything else If they wanted to arrest Trump, there's plenty of criminality with his, dealing, his financial dealings that they could. This is all a political show to rope people into the idea of a two-party system. It's not. It's a one-party system. Both parties are, are backed by the same donors. It's a political Zionism. They say that they're Jews, and they're not. I'm not blaming Jews. It's Satanists that got in and infiltrated, and they act like they're Jews when they're not. This way they could pull the anti-Semitism card. I love Jewish people. I love all people. It's an info war. We need to wake up take the wall off and start understanding that Trump is not going to save anything. He's going to quell any movement. He's there to create the division and to say, yeah, did he do good things? Possibly. But let's look at the fruit. What do we have? Like, do we actually think that the elections are going to change anything? If people think that the elections are going to change anything, we're, we're completely already lost. There's no way we have no chance with elections. Was that it? I mean, I could keep going, man. I, uh, <laughs> just the Sabatini Frank, the Sabatini right, right, and Frank. All right, all right. J.R., J.R., hold on, hold
7: on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So, um yeah, no, I agree that I don't think we should rally around Trump again. I think that at this point he's just too flawed. I do think that we need to steer away from thinking in terms of absolution. Either Trump is good or Trump is bad, right? Trump is a lot of gray, right? If you think about it, right? Again, there were good things that came out of the Trump presidency. There were bad things that came out of the Trump presidency. Um, I, what I would say is that the appeal for a lot of voters, I, I just want to speak to the appeal, right? And and how I think this is going to shape out uh, in, in the primaries for 2024, I think that Trump is going to try and, um, position himself as, you know, against Ron DeSantis. I do see it as a DeSantis versus Trump primary here. Um, that's the way it's been shaping up, but, um, he, Trump is going to position himself as I'm president Trump. You are Ron DeSantis, right. To, to put himself above and, and make himself seem more electable. Um, Trump is the type of person that I feel like um, is going to create a campaign that is going to be one of unfinished business, right? He's going to run on this idea of, you know, uh, striking back at the empire.
3: Um,
7: And... The unfortunate thing is that you know he's a guy who is getting older he's you know got all of these uh, investigations that are now on him and I just don't know if he's going to have the the resources like the the physical resources to be able to to keep up with all of it and run a successful campaign. I think that, um, people do need to start looking at, at other leaders, but you know, we, what I don't want to do is doom spiral out of control on this whole thing. Right. I think that there are other people that need to learn from his from his mistakes. And I think that if they say, Hey, you know, I want to finish what, what Trump started in terms of this, uh, this, reform because that's ultimately what we need it you know if we're going to set things straight we need to reform you know the cia and the fbi these institutions that are given you know a pass at at everything they do they're allowed to do everything in secret you know to to do things covertly you know to you know they, they get this anonymity and and it's the worst right so I understand that there are people who are attached to Trump and you know they're gonna vote for him I don't see him winning the the primaries but you know is what it is I, I do think that you know we do need diversity on this platform Alex is you know Alex is for Trump I can't say that I'm all there can't say that I'm all there um, I, I would like someone who's a more pragmatic leader. Uh, someone who knows how to manipulate, uh, you know, the levers of power. Um, someone who's done time in government, like Ron DeSantis, is an excellent candidate. Uh, Jr., let's uh, let's hold you over.
8: Sold out for seven months. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is back in stock. Turmeric's been known for thousands of years to do amazing things for your joints your stamina, your immune system, for your libido. And look, the average stuff on the shelves is 5, 6, 7% curcuminoid. We have the strongest brand on earth. There's nobody else decided to do it. It's 95% curcuminoid at InfowarStore.com. Body's ultimate turmeric formula, 95% curcuminoid. It is incredible. And what's even more incredible is it funds the Infowar. So, the only way you fail is not taking action today and ordering Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula at InfoWarStore.com. It is simply amazing. Discover the power of humanoids at 95% at InfoWarStore.com today with Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula.